This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Loyalty cards were initially designed to offer rewards to regular customers and encourage them to continue shopping at the same store or perhaps uh, using uh, the um, benefits of a specific airline. Um, They've been around for a very long time. Uh, Think about Aeroplan for a second when it first started. Very popular, but at the end of it, uh, uh, Air Canada basically wanted people to use up some of their points. Uh, Is it still around? Absolutely, but it's moved from one credit card, one bank uh, to another bank, over the many years. Uh, Air Miles is another one-time popular program, uh, but it has seen better days. Think about the fact that um, there are many um, high-profile companies offering products on Air Miles' uh, website. They're not there today. So many have asked, uh, in this era, is the loyalty card done? Is this the the golden age of loyalty points gone as well? Now, these cards, of course, do uh, allow companies uh, to um, really find out a lot about their customers, uh, to really dig in and, 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 and go through the data. It's a source of data, a rich source of data for many of these companies. But as these cards have become more sophisticated, it seems the consumer benefits have begun to wane. Joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, credit cards and loyalty cards is Patrick Sojka, founder of Awards Canada. We want to talk a little bit about whether the golden age of loyalty points uh, is over. Patrick, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on your show again, Jeff. Uh, you know, there's uh, always so many cards uh, out there that make themselves available, lots of marketing geared towards uh, Canadians in regards to loyalty points, whether that be uh, Aeroplan, Air Miles, and many others. Let's start a little bit uh, to chat a little bit about the, the ones that probably have um, a very high profile. That would be Aeroplan and Air Miles. Uh, there was a one time uh, that uh, everybody seemed to be on Aeroplan or Air Miles, Walk me through, is, this, is it still worth it uh, to, to, to go for Aeroplan or Air Mile points? Yeah, absolutely. It definitely, it definitely can be. Um, you know, Air Canada, ever since they uh, took over Aeroplan or, I guess, bought it back from the company, you know, that they, they sold it to or, uh, you know, they split it split apart, basically, right, um, and brought it back in. Aeroplan revamped and has, you know, gone back to their roots as, you know, focusing as a frequent flyer program. So there's a lot of value there towards travel so they're a really good travel program for flights even uh, economy class a lot of people are like well there's not much value in economy class aeroplan um, is now starting to show more value there because what they did is take away that big sticking point that a lot of people had and that was the extra fees on tickets you know aeroplan has uh, built those into the the points pricing now and, and a lot of times um they're they're very um reasonable especially for for economy class flights and then you know if if you're somebody who earns lots of points business classes there and provide a lot of value so there can be value there but that being said that's towards travel and a lot of canadians well you know they're kind of mixed on travel now after the whole pandemic and everything and they've kind of reshifted their focus financially so they're looking more at cashback rewards so there's other options out there and air miles itself (laughs) they're, they're kind of in limbo right now after the whole uh, bankruptcy news of their their parent company, and we're waiting to hear if BMO does take them over or not. And if BMO does end up taking them over, then yeah, there's potential there. But right now, they're kind of the the program to, um, I guess, what's a proper? I don't want to say be wary of, but you know, you may not want to focus on. Mm-hmm. When people are considering 
uh, loyalty points, loyalty cards, whether it be cashback, whether it be flights, whether it be uh, other goods and services, what kind of broad things should they be looking at? Yeah, so basically, you know, I always tell people you have to look at the earn and the burn. So that's like your earning side and your redemption side of things. And and then you also look and see uh, at your own shopping or spending habits and what, like the places you like to shop and everything. Like, you know, a lot of times we can recommend American Express cards because they're they're very valuable. But if you're somebody who only shops at Loblaw family stores, so like Real Canadian Superstore, Loblaws, No Frills, those type of things, um, Amex won't make sense for you because they don't accept it. Um, so you basically have to look, uh, kind of delve deep into what you as an individual, you know, where your shopping habits are, how you want to be rewarded. So yeah, do I just want to keep getting cash back or, you know, be rewarded for my groceries? Um, cause that's where most of our money goes to. And then that savings we can later on use towards travel, or do I want to collect the travel points right now so that I can save, you know, on that vacation later on and use it towards that. So basically it's kind of, you look at both sides of the equation, look and see, you know, what cards and programs you feel you can earn the most on based on, you know, kind of your lifestyle habits. And then also look and see how you want to be rewarded. You know, a lot of times you'll find online people talking about, oh, this program's so great, but in, it may only be great for business class or first class rewards. And in reality, for a lot of Canadian families, that's kind of out of reach because you have to rack up hundreds of thousands of points. So, you know, you, those, these are all things you have to take into account. So, you know, I want to travel economy class. These are the programs I should look at. Um, it- what what's the uh, advantage for companies to have these these loyalty point cards? Is it, is it the, just the issue of loyalty, or, or are these uh, cards and these points profitable for them beyond that? Uh, they're definitely profitable for them, especially when you look at like airlines, um, even south of the border of the U.S. Um, American Airlines itself, the airline portion, the last I saw, uh, doesn't actually make money. It's the the credit cards and the the loyalty program that is the biggest value in making money for an airline like American Airlines. And we kind of see the same thing in the travel space, that the loyalty programs do bring a lot of value, especially for airlines, um, because they're selling those points through the credit card companies and and making money off that. Um, So, yeah, it's not just loyalty. I mean, they're called loyalty programs because, yeah, they they want you to try and stay loyal. And I think that's what happened with Aeroplan years ago when they did split from Air Canada and they kind of ran separately. Air Canada had its altitude program for its... uh, elite travelers, you know, frequent travelers, and Aeroplan had their own elite program, and it kind of made this division, and I think those, you know, those um, Air Canada, those people who were, you know, the big revenue generators and very loyal to Air Canada were kind of dissuaded by, hey, you know what, Aeroplan was a frequent flyer program, and here you go and, you know, split it off and make it, you know, a shopping program, basically. So when they brought it back in-house, it, it really kind of reinvigorated the, the program and, uh, you know, it appeased the people who generate a lot of revenue for, for the airlines. So, yeah, it's loyalty and profits. Yeah, and I guess at the end of the day, when these loyalty programs do run into trouble, it's always some poorly thought out uh, marketing idea. As you say, Aeroplan uh, kind of went sideways for a little while because it was in- incredibly popular when it first launched air miles as well. And now it's trying to find its footing again. I'm curious um, in regards to points themselves, because there was a time where there were a lot of points, a lot of people kept their points at the uh, Aeroplan to the point that Air Canada uh, set a, a deadline as to when you, you had to use some of your points because that is still liability sitting on the books. So for consumers, is it okay to allow your points to continue to grow or do you, should you be using them in a in a semi-regular um, time frame so you don't accumulate too much because sometimes these companies <laughs> can change the rules in the middle of all this. 
That is a question that we, we always seek the answer to, and really it comes down to the individual. Um, in general, you know, the sooner you can use them, the better. Uh, we always say that a mile or point earned today won't be worth as much, you know, tomorrow um, because there are devaluations. Now, yeah, Aeroplan and Air Miles had both put in those kind of expiry rules where they put a lifespan on your miles. And, and you know, Aeroplan dropped theirs quite a bit early because somebody actually launched a class action lawsuit against them for it. Um, Air Miles, that was probably the, their biggest downfall, which started their, their spiral, you know, was in 2016 with their expiring miles. Um, I won't go too in-depth in on that. A lot of people already know about that. But so basically they, they had to change the rules. But yeah, so uh, going back to the original question, you have to ask yourself, like, you know what? You know, there's people who are trying to save up for that dream vacation. And I saw it with people with air miles. They're like, you know what? I'm getting so close to 13,000 miles, I can get a flight to, you know, New Zealand. Um, and then the next day, air miles says, oh, now flights to New Zealand are 15,000 miles, not 13,000 anymore. So you, you always have this potential of needing more miles. So what I tell people is like, if you are saving up for something in the future because you do want that dream vacation, and if today, you know, Aeroplan is asking 110,000 points for a business class flight, you know, to Asia or to Europe. Um, try to budget or plan to earn 120 or 130,000 to, you know, accommodate for any potential devaluations in the program or, or fluctuations in the reward rates. Um, but other than that, a lot of programs now allow you to do part points, part cash, and even Aeroplan does that as well. So that's, that's your other option use up those points faster and a lot of times especially with the proprietary credit card programs you don't lose any value by you know redeeming five hundred dollars worth of points and five hundred dollars cash to get a one thousand dollar ticket mm -hmm. patrick thanks for your time thanks again jess